How is the AI industry evolving right now? I think it's uh, critical to look at three main elements. The first one is the intersection between the AI and the cloud. The second is actually the intersection between AI and AR. And the third element is the intersection of AI as a sort of a marketplace for the next platform. So let me explain in detail. If you've been following the newsletter and uh, my pre previous episodes, you know that the intersection between AI and cloud, it's uh, quite straightforward, if you wish. Uh, and that's because right now, uh, the uh, AI models that uh, are powering up the web uh, require, especially if you want to scale them up, a lot of uh, you know, uh, computing power. Um, of course, as they uh, grow and become more, pow more powerful, uh, we might see um, you know, getting more efficient. But on the other side, it's also true that if those AI models will scale up to become the foundational layer of the web, then it becomes critical to have a cloud infrastructure underneath it, which is going to be able to power up those large language models, large generative models. So things like, again, uh, ChatGPT or GPT-3 going forward, Stable Diffusion, DALI, MidJourney, and uh, so forth. Now, the intersection between the AI and cloud from a business perspective, business perspective is so interesting because if you're a cloud player, you actually need AI so badly because right now, uh, if you're a cloud player, a centralized cloud player, I'm, I'm talking about a centralized cloud player, so meaning companies like uh, you know, um, uh, Microsoft Azure or uh, Amazon AWS or Google Cloud, you need badly AI because actually uh, that's the way for you as a cloud player to avoid to get commoditized in the future. Because if the cloud infrastructure is going to be powering up the AI revolution, then on the other side is also true that if what is going to matter in the future is the ability of those models to handle more complex uh, things and uh, become more and more general and therefore become the foundational layer which I discussed in the previous episodes, then you also understand that as a cloud player, this is what gives you a differentiation on the market. So is what enables you over time to actually keep also charging, um, you know, a specific amount of for for the, the cloud computing power uh, without getting commoditized. So that's a key component. And then on the other side, if you're an AI player, the reason why you need so badly a cloud infrastructure is because otherwise it's very hard to scale. Those, uh, those models. It's very hard to keep maintaining, uh, improving those models, and it's very hard to build a product and a business model which is variable at scale for those AI models. So this is the first intersection. A second intersection is about AI and AR. You know, if, you, uh, if we think about uh, the intersection and what makes up a business platform, of course, uh, the, the mother of uh, all modern platforms was uh, Apple with the release of the uh, iPhone, the operating system, which is the iOS, and then, uh, of course, the, the marketplace, which is the App Store. That's, you know, the combination of hardware, software, and a marketplace gives us what we call today a business platform, uh, which is one of the most powerful, uh, you know, business entities that we know today. Now, the thing is, um, of course, AI right now is uh, becoming already an important layer of the current web. 
and therefore um, it's uh, it's of course right now boring uh, boring it uh, it is, uh, itself uh, for uh, desktop computing and it's interesting to notice that uh, also uh, right now mobile is evolving to accommodate AI as an interface uh, for instance if you look at uh, the intersection between the, the uh, AI model like stable diffusion and uh, your iPhone is quite interesting that uh, you know you can run stable diffusion on on, on a silicon Apple silicon chip which is a machine learning um, friendly uh, chip uh, toolkit that Apple has been um, uh, developing that right now works incredibly well. Now, the thing is, uh, yes, of course, AI is powering up uh, the you know desktop mobile. It's uh, working as a foundational layer, which is going to enhance even further the web as we know it, because as I said in the previous episodes, of course, it's working in two directions. Uh, one is, uh, you know, lowering up the cost of doing business as the cost of producing code is actually getting much lower and therefore the development the, the cost of developing software intelligent software is actually getting much lower and then on the other side is also making easy for anyone to plug those general purpose engines in any product therefore make those products much better very very quickly now the thing is of course we can assume that this path is going forward on the other side, it's also uh, critical to understand that um, AI uh, might borrow itself as a perfect interface for another device, for another sort of uh, physical platform, which might not be uh, desktop or mobile, but it might be AR. The reason why I'm so compelled to think about it is because actually, if you think about it, uh, what makes AR so hard is actually the ability to plug in real time and have a uh, uh, very powerful uh, engine AI engine which is able to navigate the world as we actually go through the, the the real world so this is quite interesting to me as finally AI in a single shot might make cloud uh, you know even farther uh, even more important uh, at scale and at the same time also enable a new kind of a physical platform like like AR so that's the second intersection the third intersection, if you wish, is uh, AI or the next App Store, meaning that, of course, we don't know for sure how the AI interface, let's call it like that, is going to evolve and how the uh, AR uh, hardware interface might evolve. You know, we always uh, tend to project the, the past to the future and therefore I might be the, making the same mistake here in thinking that, you know, we might have a, a marketplace for AR. Um, it may be that instead they are may look more like desktop or like a combination of the two which one is going to be more um, compelling to users is going to be hard to say I wish I knew uh, but the thing is Im let's imagine the case the third scenario the third inter intersection where AI needs um, its uh, app store moment meaning that uh, really I can power up the next layer of uh, business applications that will be uh, powering up the web or uh, new AR interfaces if that is the case, of course, um, it's going to be quite interesting to look at because at this moment uh, uh, it hasn't uh, come yet. Uh, of course, with the release of the chat GPT to me, it's more like the iPhone moment from a software perspective. And then, uh, of course, um, uh, we're waiting for the, the other element which can make uh, you know the whole business model of OpenAI scale up. It's quite interesting also because when it comes uh, going back to the intersection of AI and cloud, uh, you know, there are already many speculations of how GPT-4 might look like 
and uh, there are already many speculations of uh, the trillions of parameter, parameters that uh, GPT-4 might take into account for the training. And as you can imagine, again, this is going to require a huge amount of computing power and uh, uh, solid, uh, I guess, uh, cloud infrastructure. And uh, the thing is, um, it's very hard also to know um, for how long and how much better those uh, generative models uh, and large language models can improve with the current paradigm. So the current paradigm, paradigm is, you know, get uh, more parameters in, uh, train the models for longer, train the model with better data, and that's how you get uh, something much, much better. This has been working now for the last uh, few years, and um, I wonder how much uh, this is going to be working uh, for the, the upcoming years. The thing, the thing is, if this is going to work, uh, the kind of result that uh, we're going to get is going to be huge. Otherwise, if, if this paradigm is not going to work anymore, meaning we're going to be plateau, plateauing, so we're going to see, uh, you know, really a, a hard stop for the AI um, uh, progress, we are still going to be in an industry which can do quite interesting things. So definitely this evolution is going to be quite interesting to look at. And then again, um, you know, the 2023 uh, and 2024 might be the years in which we find out about first uh, how scalable those uh, AI um, models can be uh, and uh, how much better they can get with the current, uh, current paradigm. So get more parameters in, get better data or train the model uh, for, for longer. Second is uh, we're going to understand whether the decentralized cloud infrastructure is going to be able to sustain those AI models. Because let's remember right now we have uh, uh, three major companies like, uh, uh, App, like um, uh, Amazon, Microsoft and Google. Uh, which are powering up a good chunk of the, 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 the cloud infrastructure. Uh, and therefore, we are assuming that they may be able to sustain it, but who knows if the computing power is going to grow exponentially with the rise of AR, it may be also that uh, other paradigm will be needed, like for instance, uh, uh, you know, um, sort of decentralized cloud infrastructures, we'll see it. Uh, the other element occurs 23, 24, uh, uh, will be also important years to understand the evolution of AR interfaces and whether AI can really become a sort of plug uh, and play engine within the AR interface that uh, is going to make it viable. And then, of course, we're going to find out whether uh, how the AI uh, interface is going to be looking like from a user standpoint, whether it's going to be more like a marketplace or simply like a sort of open web where users can navigate and they can find any sort of web app uh, for the AR or a mixture of the, of the two. For instance, uh, you know, just like it happens today in desktop is more like for business productivity or B2B and then mobile is much more for consumer as adoption. So we'll see, but those are the three uh, interesting intersections that we need to look at right now.